This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in term supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now what? Say good evening to Tom at Golden Pages Fanzine. Good evening. How are you, mate? Are you looking forward to the game on Saturday? Uh, I'm not sure looking forward to is the, the right word. I, I seem to have sort of changed a bit as the week goes on. I'm, I'm trying to forget it a little bit. The bit are you, um, you, you going to go? Well, last time we spoke, you sort of said, well, I might go if I'm allowed sort of thing. Are you going to go or...? I don't. I don't think I'm gonna get the uh, get the pass this time. So. Oh, no, <laughs> put your oh, foot no. down, mate. Put your foot down. <laughs> well, I've, uh, I'm spending uh, most most of this week uh, editing the the fanzine, trying to get it out for um for the end. Well, trying to get it published for uh, off to the printers by the end of the week. So uh, I've kind of used up all my uh, all my brownie points really. <laughs> I see. What what day are you hoping to uh, be able to sell that? Is it the next home game? Yeah, it'll definitely be. Um, yeah, I think is it Brighton the twelfth. I've got my. Uh, I believe it is, mate. Yes. Yeah, it is. yeah, twelfth Brighton. Yeah. Yeah. That I expect that'll be the first home game. Um, I'm going to the Villa game, so hoping to sell before that as well. But uh, yeah, all home games up until yeah, towards the sort of Easter time, I guess. <laughs> Amazing, amazing. Well, um, stick around, mate, because we're hoping to get uh, some opposition fans on at some point. Um, I did reach out to a Burnley podcast earlier on, and hopefully they're going to join us in a bit. So we're going to hear from the other side. Uh, Good evening to you, Peter. I can see you're there. Hello, all. How are we? Enjoying transfer day? Yeah, not a lot happening for us, is there, that I can see? No, I I I think our work here is done, I imagine. You think? You don't think you're going to see anybody uh, Colombian else winger. Colombian winger due to come in, I'm led to believe. Well, that'd be, Yas- yeah, that'd be Yasser Espria, who we've already signed. He looks 
very very exciting but it's like work permit issues yeah so work permit yeah yeah he just needs to come in he made his debut for the Colombian side I think it was last week and uh and suddenly everybody get got very very excited um but but because he got the the, the cap it means something on the uh, you know being able to sign overseas players so uh, that made it I believe potential to bring him in but as he's already signed I presume they just need the work permit stuff to go through so it probably won't be a today announcement I shouldn't have thought but is he any relation to Faustino Espria the Newcastle player I don't believe so but don't uh, don't judge me on that I'm sure if he was we would know all about it but um, I, I'm pretty sure he's not Oh, that's a shame. And I thought he might have been. He was. Uh, he was. He was pretty handy for uh, Newcastle. He, back in the he day, was also mental, know. Justin. Completely was he bonkers. Really? Yeah, <laughs> completely bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if, if you remember, George Weir's cousin wasn't actually much cop. So being related to somebody doesn't really matter. Being good—that's what I would like to see. Um, and by, yeah, all, by all accounts, the lad is very good, very young, and uh, and uh, hopefully, who knows, maybe the next big thing, but where that would put him in terms of us seeing him in first team action we don't we just don't know yet we'd have to wait and see right <clears throat> okay so uh, in terms of burnley on saturday uh, I, I assume like you say we've done all of our transfer business now um, i've heard rumors that roy hodgson prefers a 442 with that in mind which two would you expect to see at the front well, Hodgson has only played a four-four-two for about the last thirty-five years, so I imagine he'll probably stick with it. Um, you know, I, I think we should be playing King, and but it depends whether or not he does stick with a rigid four-four-two. And Dennis can do a very good job defending, um, so I would I would favour seeing him kind of wide left. Um, probably, I would rather see Pedro. Um, up the front because he's also got the ability to drop in and kind of crowd out areas but get forward again. So I, I would imagine it would be Pedro push Dennis left and uh, and play him off of King. That's my thoughts. Is that about anybody else? Okay, I, that's interesting. Know, I'd, lo- I'd love to see that. I've got to be honest. I think I'm on in agreement there. Um, I can't see him. Well, you just you don't know. You don't know with uh, what, what he's going to do. And I think very much it's been made out that he isn't afraid to, to change things. And a few of the players that have been on the fringes, we might see. Um, you know, Hernandez has obviously still got a point to prove, Cucho. Um, but yeah, no, no, I, I agree. I think King, King and Jao Pedro would be uh, would be excellent. It also leaves it also leaves the spot on the right open for uh, Ismail Assar, who of course scored yesterday, returning from. 125 years of injury to, to score for Senegal. Um, ho- He's been playing a while. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he'll come through a safe 90 minutes in the in the semi-final against Burkino Faso, but Burkino Faso will win 5-0 and then he'll come back and be fully fit for uh, Saturday. But uh, otherwise, Pig might be flying, but I imagine we won't be seeing him until after the weekend, definitely. Marvellous. Right, I can see Ian, you're requesting to uh, speak. I'll bring you in a second. I noticed that we have a couple of Burnley podcasts joining us. I can see No Nay Never and um, Turfcast there. If you guys want to join in as well, uh, just request to speak uh, and I'll bring you in. be good to talk to you guys. Uh, In the meantime, Ian, uh, good evening to you. How are you? Hello, Ian. You there, mate? Good evening. Yeah, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm good. Right. Yeah, evening, everyone. Um, obviously, um, in terms of the formation and, and possible four four two, obviously um, uh, Dennis is suspended for the Burnley game, isn't he? So he saw so Roy's hand is sort of um, forced there a little You're bit. Isn't right. It? 
So um, uh, that would lead me to think that it will be King and, and João Pedro. Um, so, um, so, so yeah, and, and I, th- I think he will go four four two personally because, um, as it was said, he's played it forever. So um, that's that's what I expect him to do. Okay, well, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I can't remember when we last played a four four two. It seems like quite a long time ago. I've got to say. Um, well, we played it quite successfully with um, with Pearson yes. when, when he when he came in. That was the time, and uh, suddenly you could see Saar going, "Yes, I can play wide right, but then I can kind of burst forward." Uh, but since then, we've got locked into this four three three. Obviously, in the middle of last season, and just giving him a free roll. Actually, he's not bad getting back in front of uh, in front of Kiko because let's be honest, on occasions he needs to. Um, good, good that we've got the uh, the the guys from. Uh, uh, from Burnley coming on, I do have to warn you. The other the other week after the Newcastle game, you had Lewis come on from from Burnley and did an excellent job. When there were suggestions that uh, uh, that we suspected that our original tie was going to, or no, our postponed tie was going to be uh, was going to be postponed. So uh, I imagine we'll be going to uh, going to see what you guys have got to say anytime soon, especially well, with your new in. signing. Yeah, let's bring him in. Turfcast. Good evening to you. How you doing? Evening, lads. You're at. Yeah, yeah. Yourself? All good. Ah, oh, not bad. Not bad. Good. Looking forward to the next game then? Uh, yeah, we've got to finally, finally play a game, um, to be honest. We've got to finally play a game. It's been a while since we've played one. So I'm looking forward to finally getting this one done. Of course, it's been postponed twice now. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not looking like from outside of you there's um, any upcoming postponement. No, so it looks like it'll be on. No, I imagine, I imagine Sky will want us to... Wants us to go. Have you uh, have you cast your eye over over Mister uh, Voot Vesta? Um, what's his name? Vesterhorst is coming. Yeah, Vesterhorst. Yeah, or, it, it looks are, are decent. You... I'm quite happy with him coming in. I do. I would like some more. If I'm being honest, um, but it seems to have gone quiet on that front at the minute. Um, but yeah, he looks like a decent bar. Um, whether or not he's better than Chris Wood, his stats. I've, I've seen videos of him playing in the Bundesliga, um, yeah. where he looks decent. But you know, you know without sounding disrespectful, it's a Bundesliga. We all know the Premier League is a more competitive league, so it's whether or not he can hit the ground running. Um, but I feel like we're in a stronger position than we were at the start of the window. Me personally, um, but that's if he hits the ground running. It could be a case of him stagnating a little bit for a few months, and with the position that we're in, we don't really have that time, unfortunately. Well, yeah, when 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 we we just played the Newcastle game, which which ended in a in a draw, which I imagine was a good result for you guys. Uh, yes, l- l- I did. L- I did fist pump at that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine <laughs> you did. Well, in fairness, we got an eighty-eight minute equaliser, so so did we. Yeah. But um, Lewis from from your from uh, parishes near you came on, and um, and and at the time, I think you were being linked with Andy Carroll, and I definitely think that uh, uh, that uh, your your man Veghorst is a, is an improvement on that. He seems like he's a kind of a uh, one in two sort yeah. of uh, finishing rate, and he's he's got a little bit of quality about him. He's also six foot six, yeah. He is. Which you know, um, he don't get but... any more Burnley than that, does it? Six foot six striker coming in. I'll set that over <laughs> any more Burnley than that. <laughs> Great quote. Yeah, that, that's how, I suppose I'm like a bit harsh on him to be fair because he, like you said, he does look like he's good with a ball at his feet, and he he's... does drop deep and he helps him midfield, whereas. Wood didn't do that, and when you're thinking of like big target men and sort of like saying you don't get any more Burnley than that, then that it's probably been a disrespectful he, to him. No, but, you're you know absolutely what? spot on. He he is far more of a player on the deck, yeah, um, and kind of thread the ball through. So I mean, you know, it, it, you'll need somebody in the middle who can who can find him because he makes little kind of like darting runs in in behind. He's predominantly sort of right sided. Um, that, that I've seen, and he's one of those. He looks like one of those players who um, he's six foot six, so he never learnt to jump. 
um, because he was always yeah, just eight feet mean. taller than everyone else. Um, but it'll be interesting to see now you've got him in. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him play on uh, Saturday. I'm looking forward to having Maxwell back as well because obviously he's been away at the AFCON for a little bit. So it'll be good to see them two link up. I'm interested to see what they'll what they'll do. And where else do you think you're you're short? Where are you concerned uh, for Saturday? Definitely, what should be, what should be our field. game plan? <laughs> Definitely. Well, I'll, I'll, all you have to do is watch every single Burnley game this season, which I'm sure Roy will be doing. Um, Brighton, even even started the first game of the season. Like we went one 0 up against Brighton. Playing okay, we should have been 3-0 up by half-time, to be honest. We hit the ball, we hit the post, uh, forced their keeper into a decent save. Um, and then Potter brings on um, Lallana, I think it was, and just goes three in midfield and just overruns a midfield. And it's happened to us so many times this season. Everton away, 1-0 up, lost the game. Um, Liverpool away to a certain extent. I mean, you're always going to lose that one, but they changed it up a little bit. Brought more bodies on in midfield. Same again. Uh, we just we just get overrun in midfield all the time, and it's happened to us pretty much every single game this season. Um, Leeds happened to us there. Um, we just we're just not good enough in the in the middle, um, and we've been like that for a while, not quite a few seasons now. When you look at the players that we have in the middle, Brownell, Westy, and Cole, they're all very similar. They're all quite small, you know, quite light on the ball. Um, you just feel like you just need a bit of a you know a dominating central midfielder to come in who's going to drive forward, and um, we just don't have that. And they're all you know, like I said, quite similar. So weakest point is definitely the midfield, definitely. Well, we know where our weakest uh, part is, and that's definitely at the back. Um, uh, Pidge has joined us. Pidge, you want to say anything? Yeah, yeah, mate. Um, can you hear us? Yeah, can you clearly, mate? Yeah. Sorry if you hear a few cars. I'm walking home, mate. I thought I, thought I definitely can't miss this. So. Uh... Um, they can hear. They can hear you in Finland, Pidge. Oh, fantastic, mate! As always. Um, yeah, no, I do agree <laughs> with people saying about overrunning midfield. I think Sizoko, apart from Sizoko, we need who's the linchpin, and I think he's been, probably been our best midfielder. Um, we need that sort of mix of, say, the experience of Sizoko and a bit more creativity. And I think when loser comes back, we need to utilise him a hell of a lot more and make him a role that he can feel comfortable, that can bomb on and create a few chances. Because certainly Ozan's, at the moment, um, from what we've seen, is not doing that. No. Well, two fans has been very disappointing, hasn't he, really? Um, a, Turkish, been... a Turkish meze, as we said. Turkish meze, yeah. Yeah, meze. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Meze. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think um, Justin, yeah. just just before you move on, is I think um, what we're saying about the midfield there is Burnley's biggest threat has always been, and, and it's no disrespect to, to the, their style of play or, or Sean Dyche, who you know I still feel got a raw rub of the deal when he was at our club. But their physicality, you know, when you look at they had yeah. Chris Wood, and they've got they've gone and replaced him with you know somebody that's you know if not you know more physical. Um, in, in in the terms of he likes the ball at his feet, you know he he doesn't need to jump because he's six foot six. But I think defensively <laughs> yeah. we we are we are poor, you know, and we have been all season. And it, you know if they if those two, um, I forget the guy he j- just mentioned his name. Is it uh, Cornet that, that that plays? Yeah, Cornet. Yeah, Cornet yeah, yeah. That'll play up. So you know they they could cause all sorts of problems. So the the first thing that Roy has to do is make us defensively better. You know, if we can get yeah, that right on the day, definitely. We, st- we stand a chance. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree, mate. And I think that's what he'll do first. And I think that's what he did at Palace. He obviously assessed the squad and think, right, OK, first thing we've got to do is got to stop leaking goals, make silly mistakes coming, um, going forward, and then try and attack and basically catch teams on the counter-attack. And I think... Uh, 
you know that's what that's what his philosophy is and we, we've got to harness what we what we can do and try and shadow what we can't do yeah i think you're right there mate i think you're definitely right um stick around pitch if you can while you're walking because um there might be some other points you want to jump in on yeah of course mate Always. um yeah, excellent. Lovely to hear from you once again, mate. If anybody else wants to join in, just hit the request button uh, and I will bring you in, um, Burnley or Watford, really, or anyone, really, who wants to who wants to say something. Wendover, Wendover Horn, um, I've brought you in. Good evening. Greg, isn't it? Is it hey, Greg? Greg. Yeah, it's Greg. It is Greg. How you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, I'm just looking at the transfer deadline every five minutes to see if we've laid, made a late bid for, 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 for Ronaldo, but... It, doesn't seem to have happened yet. No, um, no I've, I've got a couple it. of points. One a bit tongue-in-cheek to our friend in Burnley and, uh, and to tell him, of course, the game won't be called off this time now, now that they've bought a number nine. Uh, but, yeah, that's a bit... That, that... Well, I've obviously got to point out that the first team to call the game off was Watford. <laughs> point, but, you know, a lot of Watford fans do tend to... That's that. a bit tongue-in-cheek. But my second point is... Why weren't we all over that Nat Phillips deal? Gone to gone to Bournemouth today. One point five million yeah. loan with a five hundred K bonus if 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 they go up. Why weren't we all over that like a rash? I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed. Peter, do you want to jump in on that? Um <laughs> I'm I'm in I'm in two minds about Nat Phillips because he's the player that they signed in and I appreciate, you know, you go, well, he's Liverpool when he's got you know, he's of that stable and he's all right. He must be all right. He's so good that they moved Henderson and Fabinho out of their preferred positions in replace of him. Um, he's he's had, I think, kind of, he had 90 minutes of Champions League football this season, nothing in the Premier. And they ba- they basically played him against AC Milan when they were through. I think, uh, I, I'm not convinced he's Premier because he played most of his games in Bundesliga too right. when he was at, when he was at Stuttgart, if I remember rightly, um, out there on on loan. I, I'm, I'm just I'm just not convinced. I mean, we we see the Liverpool thing and think, wow, he must be great. But you know, I'll I'll, I'll back your judgment and I'll back my judgment, but I'll really back Jurgen Klopp's judgment and his judgment has been no. I'd rather I'd rather you know mess up uh, a, a title-winning midfield than play this lad yeah, um, a, as much as he had. I, I was it was it was really interesting. I don't know if anybody looks at uh, Lou Orns on Twitter, um, who who does some fabulous kind of analysis and graphs and yes, tables, which is great. Uh, yeah. And and they were they were talking like fifteen and eighteen million to try to get him. Uh, you know, but basically, you know, Liverpool were thinking, well, it's to sell his market, so we'll see where he go. The fact that we haven't actually gone in and got him, and he's gone on loan to Bournemouth, I think suggests that there's a number of scouts out there who are a little bit unconvinced. So, if if he comes comes around and sort of like, it, it is great. I suspect he'll be the new Callum Chambers, who will get a move somewhere and then flatter to deceive for a long time, or at least there's a possibility of that. At least I've got to hope that that's the case. Got I did, I did look at it and think Bournemouth on loan, really? Um, it's it seemed odd because I, you know, you would think that it would be in Liverpool's best interest to get him on loan, yeah, to play in the Prem. But you know, we, we don't know. We're not sure. Um, they're splashing the cash today, Peter, aren't they? Old Bournemouth. Well, you know that's that's what having an oligarch gives you. Um, you know, <laughs> he can choose to put his money in, but he can also choose to pull it out. And if he does, they are absolutely shafted. They're, they're um, under pressure I, I to get out of that Peter, division as well, aren't they? They're absolutely. really under pressure to get out of that division. I, I understand all his money going in 
aren't gifts, they're all loans. So if he says to them one day, I want this money back, they are absolutely, you know what it, aren't they? They absolutely are. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's, you know, you would think that also financial fair play would kick in at some point. But I see uh, Dembele was uh, was linked with PSG today. So there's obviously a ticket around that if you've basically got somebody who's a, you know, if you've got petrodollars, you can get around it somehow, or shape or form. But, well, what's uh, your opinion, Pete? Uh, Calvin Ramsey up at Ab- Aberdeen, five million quid gets in. I don't think either of our right backs are good enough. I think if we had five million pounds and we could go to um, Aberdeen, I'd come back with Lewis Ferguson. Um, in mid, in the midfield, he gives he gives you what we haven't got, which is I mean we were talking about the midfield uh, earlier on with um, with Turfcast and he was saying you know central midfield you know we've got the same we've got similar kind of stuff we've got players and they're not overly physical and they're not overly you know able to control it and I think he can do that and he can get forward and he can get goals you know yeah. if you look at our midfield options you you've got yes you've got Sissoko because he gives you. A, a bit of quality. He gives you running from deep and he gives you that kind of powerhouse quality. Don't put him in front of goal, please, because we've all seen <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Other, other than that, you're looking at players who are all missing a component of either physicality, technicality, speed or power. And that's what that's what Ferguson can get you. And if he's if he's coming onto the ball, he can he can, can't half finish. So I think Ramsey looks looks useful, but I would suggest that is he going to be a jump on both Ngakia and or for many, I'm not sure. Whereas I think Ferguson, we should have snaffled him at the start of the season when we were we were up there making insulting offers of about 1.5 for him. Yeah. They, they wanted three or four. Uh, yeah. the, the lad has been linked with Rangers because his dad used to play for him. His uncle used to play from Barry Ferguson. Yeah. So it, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But he won't go there now because I think um, hasn't Aaron Ramsey gone there as, now? So I, that that's who I'd come back from. Uh, you know, my, my concern isn't so much at the back. It's about winning the ball in midfield if we switch to a 4-4-2 and therefore we're taking a man out of that central midfield. We oh, need to yeah. have somebody who's a powerhouse. That's that's right. my call. I don't know what anybody else thinks. Well, a few hours to go. You never know. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Something miraculous could happen. Um, just to uh, turn Cheers, back lads. to the... Uh, no, thank you, Greg. Yeah, Cheers, stick Greg. Around, stick around, mate. Uh, just to turn back to our Burnley guests... Um, now, where we are at this stage of the season, neither of us really would like our team to be. Um, in terms of survival chances, what are your thoughts, Turfcast, about Burnley's survival chances this season? Uh, to be honest, pretty slim at the minute, just the way we are uh, in the league, the way we've been playing. Obviously, the, the, the good thing for us is we've been kind of forced to you know, do something a little bit different. I felt we were going down with Chris Wood anyway. Obviously, Chris Wood then left and then we brought in a replacement who... You know, he plays a little bit differently. Um, like we were saying earlier, he comes into midfield and things like that, better with the ball at his feet. Um, so it kind of forces us to do something a little bit different. So that could help us. But honestly, at this stage now, I would pretty much predict both Watford and Burley to go down, to be honest. Unless it's weird for us, obviously, you'll know more about yourselves than, than I will. But it's weird for us that you kind of feel like a win might just kick us on a little bit. But it's sometimes it's you, you, you see in games like like we've had a few big games this season like Newcastle away and Leeds away and you're like right lads you need to be up for this and they just don't seem up for it and that's the main worry um, so fingers crossed we get that win and it kicks us on a little bit but right now um, yeah I've not seen too much to suggest that you know we are the same Burnley like, because people are, you're like you I, I went on AFTV the other week and I was talking to Robbie and he was like ah oh, Burnley Burnley though you know they'll They'll stay up. They'll just pluck away and get a win. And like, yeah, normally, yeah, like you kind of feel that Burnley will normally do that. But 
this season. It, we don't really look like us. Um, so I am very, very worried for us. But that was before Wout Verghorst come in. I've been pronouncing it Wout Verghorst for the last three days. I'm glad that I finally watched a video on the Bundesliga channel yesterday to learn how to pronounce it right. Um, so we'll see how this changes. I think, obviously, Saturday's massive. I think if anybody, if anybody, whoever loses, if, if we get beat, I think, I think you might still stand the chance even if you lose the game. But if we get beat, at home this weekend against a team directly above us, then I think it's pretty much curtains, especially if we play like we did against Watford and Leeds. Sorry, not Watford and Leeds, um, Newcastle and Leeds, because we just didn't look up for it at all. How, how are the fans? Are they sticking with with Dyche? You know, obviously, as a Watford fan, we would hope so, because we've got nothing <laughs> but good thing to say about him, despite, yeah. <laughs> despite the fact that he looks like, uh, you know, you wouldn't want to take him a pound short. I, the majority of fans, yes, you are seeing a few fans now starting to get a little bit fed up. But I just think I don't necessarily think that's just the immediate results. I just think that's people are bored with the same old, same old. It's the same quotes in the interviews, post match and pre match. It's the same tactics. It's the same style of play. No matter, even if it's the you know the Pep Guardiola style of play or whatever, or Tikka Taka, you eventually get bored of seeing the same thing every week. So. I, I'm still by him. He's been the best manager in my lifetime. A few mm. people may argue even the best manager ever, obviously apart from. Maybe back in the sixties, when we actually, you know, was you know, a very good football club uh, in this country and won quite a few decent things. But um, yeah, the ninety-five percent, ninety-nine point five percent, or something like that. The majority of the fan base are still with him, but there are a few people now starting to get a little bit, I think, fed up. Rather than being die shall, like I said, I, th- I think they're just fed up. To be honest with you, but majority, yeah, still backing him. Well, I think we uh, agree with you in that you know. It- if we win on Saturday, it's certainly going to kick our season on. Something has to, because nothing re- nothing's really done it yet. So, this is quite a pivotal game on uh, Saturday now. So, in yeah. agreement with you, really, you know, I think both of us need to win this um, quite badly. Uh, anybody else wants to speak? Uh, just request I'll bring you in. I can see I've got a request here. In the meantime, Hemel, good evening to you. Hello, guys. How are you? I'm good, you thank are. you. Very good. What do you want to say, mate? <laughs> um, just uh, really, um, I think the game on Saturday is massive. Um, it will just, you know, be interesting to see how their new striker performs. He's, I think, it's uh, six foot seven, which is probably double my height. Yes, so it is. Interesting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, so, that that's not true. He's six foot six, which is double your height. Yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that will be really interesting to see. Um, I think they'll play their, their usual kind of really physical game and see how our, especially our new signings, uh, you know, play up against it. Because, uh, you know, you saw against Norwich where, you know, uh, Samir got kind of knocked to the side by Pookie. Yeah. Obviously, Pookie's not a big guy. So, um, yeah, that'll be interesting. And hopefully we can get the result. But I could see a, I could see a, like a goalless draw, really. But let's see. Are you, are you going, Hemel? No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm watching in the pub. <laughs> um, with the with the old Carlos, ah, uh, with Carlos, right there enough. I think, um, I think, I think for Pookie to push Samir uh, is is a bit kind. I think, I think Samir found gravity was very, very strong near, basically near the touchline there, and yeah, went down like so. a sack of spuds. Yeah, yeah, that was an impressive. Evening, Hempster. Right, nice. You're right, mate. Yes, mate. Yeah. Good, good, good. You finished? You finished this little private... Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah, carry on. Thanks, <laughs> carry on. No problem. Bye. <laughs> uh, Fenton, uh, good evening to you. Uh, you can now speak if you turn your mic on. Hello, Fenton. Burnley Ginge. 
Oh, yeah, you all right? Hello, mate. How you doing? Oh, good. Yeah, good yourself? Yeah, not bad, mate. What do you want to say? I just wanted to say that the fact that we saw Chris Wood for 25 and just bought Weggles, so I think what Alan Pace is doing to the club is, is changing and it's good. Is that it? Yeah, that it, it's a, it, I've got to admit, it's a great bit of business from the outside looking in, mate. I must admit, when when you sold Chris Wood to Newcastle, I was laughing that they spent twenty five million on him. But to to bring the player in that you have, I, I do rate it. I think that is a is a great bit of business for Burnley. Burnley are going down. Who said that? Who said Burnley are going down? Was that you, Fenton? Who said that? <laughs> I think it was Fenton's mate. Yeah, was Fenton's mate. I think Fenton's mate has done him done him a dirty there. Yeah. yeah, it's my mates. It's not me. Don't worry. Uh, that's it, yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Fenton? Do you think Fenton, uh, Burnley are going to go down? I think we'll stay up. But my mates in Newcastle fan. My mates in Newcastle <laughs> fan, and all he does is he winds me up about it. So I, uh, I, I think if we stay up, it'll be a big, big achievement. Yeah, I think it will be for us now as well. Yeah. Um, but someone's oh, got to go down. Oh, no. oh, yeah, hopefully it's not us. Yeah, I hope not. Well. Obviously, it's gonna be if it's between you and us. I'd rather it was uh, us that stayed up, but I'm gonna say that. Oh no, I'm not gonna be that sporty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, enjoy the game on. Are you going to the game on Saturday, Fenton? Oh, no. Uh, no, I was meant to go to the Arsenal game, but tested positive that morning, so I couldn't go. I was, was livid. Oh. oh, okay. All right. Well, anyway, uh, we'll we'll probably uh, pick this up again after the game, particularly if we lose Henry. So uh, might speak yeah, to sure you on Saturday. You never know. Yeah. Okay. Cheers, All right, mate. Lovely. Right, Thanks for joining in. Take care. Cheers. Uh, if anybody else wants to say anything, now's the time really to request to talk. Um, yeah, so just hit the request button and uh, I'll bring you in. Um, Turfcast, uh, we're going to be speaking to you on Wednesday, I think, aren't we? Yeah, you can watch the Turfcast podcast pre-game show. We'll be recording it on Wednesday. Um, we record, we sorted the time out, didn't we, mate? But I forgot. It's in yeah, it's about in half seven, room. I think. Yeah, yeah that's that, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can get that on the Turfcast podcast YouTube channel probably the day after when I can be bothered editing it, to be honest. But um, I'm working on that. <laughs> I'm working on that. But it, it'll norm- it's normally out the day after. But, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that chat. It's probably going to be something similar, um, chatting about Watford and Burnley and that and predictions and that usual thing. But yeah, looking forward to it. All right. Well, while you're on this uh, chat, um, let, let's have a prediction from you for Saturday. What do you think? Um, I'm, I've got a feeling that we might just turn it on this weekend. I said that before the Leeds game. I said that before the Newcastle game. I was categorically wrong on both of them. But I think, I don't know, you can hurt us going forward. You definitely can. And I think you can hurt us in midfield. Um but I'm just, there's going to be a good feeling at Turf this weekend, I reckon. We've got a new signing, hopefully, you know, maybe one more, probably not. Um, Corner's back. So I'm thinking, I'm going to say 2 0. 2 0 Burnley. I think, I think we'll score against you anyway, put it that way. Um, well, if you don't score against us, you'll be the first team this season not to. Um, there you go. So that, that's, yeah, fair enough. I, didn't, I, did, I knew you were bad at the back, but I didn't know you were that bad. I just didn't want to say you were like, oh, terrible at the back. We were definitely going to score. No, but, no, uh, we, we, we freely admit it. We're, de- we're terrible <laughs> at the back, mate. So, yeah. 2-0 and I think I think it then will kind of like kick the season on and hopefully kick the season on we'll see we'll see but yeah massive game for both of us and I think whoever gets beat is pretty much staring down the barrel I think you're right I think you're absolutely right yeah um, does anybody else want to add anything um, before we sort of click off and say goodbye well, in the in the latest, just I'm just keeping watch on the on the transfer news. Not that I'm expecting anything to happen, but I have to say, for for both Burnley and Watford fans alike, it's amazing how 
what what a what a, a lack of scouting program presumably up is in Newcastle. Um, you know, they're they're now trying to go after Jesse Lingard. The same thing could be said said for you know the one of the people that we were hoping for, which was maybe the possibility of Frank Lampard coming in. Well, he's gone into Everton. And all he wants to basically do is give Tottenham forty million for for Delhi Alley. So I mean, you know, whoever whoever's found V Corst and Cornet for you and uh, and and our lads, at least they're making an effort to do something. Uh, you know, try and try and find undiscovered gems rather than just going to the next tier down and overpaying in the Premiership because you can see where the money's going. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, Newcastle for me resemble the chap that hasn't bought anything on Christmas Eve for his missus. And he's going out randomly buying everything they can lay their hands on. I, I think that is the only way to do Christmas. I'm sorry, Greg. If something isn't bought, if something isn't bought for my wife after eleven o'clock from a garage forecourt on Christmas Eve, it's just not love. That's what I'm saying. Oh, the lucky lady. The lucky lady. Carlos, do you want to say anything, mate? Carlos, sorry, mate. I, sorry, I, I couldn't press my button there for the trying. No. <laughs> do you want to do you want to say anything, mate, before we uh, disappear? Um, I just yeah, I think the best thing to say is uh, another huge game that we need to uh, we need to win. If we uh, if we don't win, um, there's potentially a, a massive a massive issue with us going to uh, to the championship. I, I think the the caller who came in on, on earlier said saying uh, you know if if we don't win this game, we've got an opportunity still. Uh, I, I don't know so, so much. I mean, I'm very, very positive that, that Hodgson's there. I think organisation-wise, he'll get us defensively a lot better. And, and that's, for me, where we have to improve. We have to get better defensively. If we can get that right, we do stand a chance. But unfortunately, if nothing changes that end of the field, see you in the Championship. All right. Well, let's just ask for a few predictions before we go then. So I can see uh, Tom's still connected. Ian's still connected. Hemel, Peter... Uh, Greg, so let's start with Tom. Prediction for Saturday, Tom? Uh, I'm going to go 1-1, one, one, I think. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a bit difficult to, to tell at this stage because we don't really know what, what Hodgson's done uh, and what, what side's going to appear on at the weekend. So it'll probably be as much of a surprise to, to Burnley as it will to to us Watford fans watching on TV and in the stands. But yeah, I think uh, so disappointed by not, not keeping a clean sheet against Norwich. I'm... Um, yeah, I think we we might creep a bit closer to that record. You reckon? Um, yeah. yeah, I think you, I think you might be right. All right, Tom. Thank you, mate. Uh, Ian, what do you reckon? Score prediction? Um, I'm going to be my ever optimistic <laughs> self, um, but no, I am. That's, I, that's I, what we love about you, Ian. <laughs> no, I I think it will be a very nervy two-one win for us. Um, I know a clean sheet's important, but for me, three points is far more important. So. Um, let's just get a win, try and get a win under our belts because, you know, we know how important it is and then and then move on from there. But a very uh, nervous, squeaky bum 2-1 win for us. That'll do for me, mate. Hemel? Um, going 2-1 Watford, 89-minute um, Josh King shit-out skull. <laughs> That's very precise. And, and Josh King, Josh King shithouse is actually his full name, I believe. That, yeah, is, that is his full name. That is his full name. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Can't uh, wait to see the banner from the 1881. Yeah. <laughs> Peter, what are you going to say? 
I think we'll win 3-1 with goals from Andre Gray, Troy Deeney and uh, Will Hughes. (laughs) And whilst I'm here in 2019, um, no, I I, I think we might get some, a new manager bounce, a little bit of organisation and a little bit of belief. We've got to hope. Sorry, Turfcast. I hope we're going to turf up and I will, I will go 2-1. All right. And uh, Greg, finally. Yeah, with a a well-drilled 4-4-2-2-1 victory with our two goals scored on the break. Amazing. Well, I'd love to see it. If that's going to happen, mate, I'll be well pleased with that, I've got to say. The consistency um, being, nobody thinks we're going to keep a clean sheet. Yeah, you notice that. Everyone, yeah. everyone, no that. for a nil, apart from... Uh, uh, I'm going, because you didn't off. ask me, I'm going 3-0 Watford. Oh, I didn't ask you, didn't I, Carl? No, it's all right, mate. I know, it's fine, I, I get it. No, no problem. <laughs> I thought I no asked problem. you. So oh, I'm coming on, I'm, I'm, I'm joining the Burnley guys now. Burnley are going to win 4-0. <laughs> I'll also add, add, chaps, the goal we concede will definitely be by a set piece. Without any shadow of any doubt. Oh, I don't know about that. Who's going to take it? No one seems to be able to take one. Yeah, but that's, all, that's the one we're going to concede, isn't it? I said yeah, concede, uh, concede. Oh, concede. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fair play. Yeah, yeah. See, see what you've done there. Oh, yeah. I see what I've done there, yeah. Uh, apologies for not asking you, Carl. I thought I asked you, mate. That's I, I, okay, I mate. It's all right. I, I'm used to it. Don't worry. <laughs> Can you hear the hurt in his voice? Easily offended of Moorpark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I'm going to wrap up then. Um, listen, Turfcast, thank you very much for coming on. Look forward to talking to you on Wednesday. Um will be there um thanks to everybody else that's spoken um and don't forget to check out our podcast we're available on every single platform available check out our youtube channel uh subscribe and like and all that sort of stuff and um we'll catch you all soon uh that's it you on Podcast Network. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Grab the perfect get up and go breakfast for you and your crew. Right now, two soft and fluffy, fully loaded sausage burritos are just three bucks on the one, two, three dollar menu. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.